This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now, did you know that 8 out of 10 internet users in Southeast Asia are digital consumers? Yes, there has been an explosive growth in mobile users and how we use our mobiles for everything. And this growth has in turn changed how companies offer their goods and services as well as how they engage with their customers. But as business leaders look at developing mobile strategies to create better customer experiences online, they are finding that the IT skills needed to implement and manage these technologies are sorely lacking. And to give us more details about this and how we can better invest in in mobile technology to bridge the Asia Pacific talent gap and deliver unmatched customer experiences I have online with me today Stuart Fisher regional vice president of Asia Pacific and Japan for Couchbase Stuart welcome to the show Thank you Audrey it's great to be here So before we get started Stuart maybe you can tell us a bit about Couchbase and how you support businesses in the uh, Asia Pacific region Certainly like to. So Couchbase is what we classify as the modern database. We are the NoSQL, the new iteration of database uh, today, built in the cloud for the cloud, uh, focusing very much on mobile-based edge transactions. So it's time and place. So very much modern new database built ready for the applications that we need moving forward. Mm. So in my introduction I referred to you know this tremendous growth that we've seen in digital consumers. Uh, maybe you can give us some reasons for this phenomenal growth you know in mobile application development and mobile commerce in this region besides the big obvious one. Of <laughs> course look yeah. yeah look I think you know fundamentally as a region we've seen early adoption of mobile uh enablement and uptake across every country in the region. By geographical nature alone, it's dictated that that's been a requirement. So more and more, we're transacting on our mobile phones, and invariably, it's becoming the core part of most people's day-to-day lives, both work and personal. So it's a natural focus point that consumers want to transact on their mobile device more so even than sitting down at a computer and a website, etc. Mm. So their expectation from banking transactions, web pages, consumer uh, retail pages is. I don't want to just do that on my laptop. I want to be able to do it on my mobile device. So that creates a huge demand in the technology that underpins that level of capability. And that's what we're seeing in the, in the region at the moment is driving such an uptake in new technology deployment. Okay, but why are mobile strategies important then? You know, I, we understand there's been this tremendous growth. You know, everyone's on their mobile now, but why is a mobile strategy important? Why can't we just do things, you know, as and when they come? Why do we need to have a strategy for this? Because technology is different. You know, the technology that companies have built on for the last 20 or 30 years, firstly, probably weren't cloud enabled in that they weren't designed and to be flexible and scalable for the volume of transactions that we're doing in a cloud environment. Mm-hmm. And then consumer behavior has changed drastically. And obviously, COVID accelerated that, but it was happening pre-COVID. And that is back to the point that, you know, my device is my everything and the consumer's expectation is i want to be able to transact with my chosen suppliers on my device so organizations need to realize if they don't have the same level of capability feature function and user experience on a mobile device they will lose their consumers to the competition 
because they're investing in that level of capability. Mm. So it's very much driven by market demand, as everything is. And those organizations that are able to adapt and innovate and invest are the ones that will come out as winners. Mm. Stuart, do you think you can give us an example of what it's like to work with a with a effective mobile strategy as opposed to if you didn't have one? Well, I think um, you know things move rapidly in the world today, and organisations typically have to be nimble in the approach to technology. And some are laggard; some take a long time to deploy new applications or to underpin technology. And the shift and lift to cloud is is one of the most omnipresent ones. Mm-hmm. There are many organisations that pre-COVID were taking a wait and see approach. Oh, we will do it later. It's on the roadmap. But literally within weeks of a global pandemic hitting, and you know, I know we don't want to keep talking about it, but it was a, trans, a transformational event where it, uh, enterprises were forced. If we want to maintain our business, if we want to maintain connectivity with our customer base, if we want to maintain our services and our product offering, we need a mobile strategy and we need it now. So mm. you saw in a very short period of time a massive uptake of new technology shift and lift to a cloud, which is great, but if it doesn't have the mobile end user outreach, then it's not going to be successful. So that drove an enormous amount of investment and enormous amount of upskilling as well. So talent requirements, different skill sets were required, uh, and that shift and lift has really been a massive driver. And I think COVID just pulled it forward. It was going to happen, but it would have happened over a lengthy uh, period of time. Mm. And this region especially, the region that we live, um, typically had been a follower of trends globally, but I absolutely believe it's now leading the world in the adoption and the investment in mobile technology, purely because of the sheer growth. Mm. Now, I also want to touch on customer loyalty. Um, What impact um, does investing in mobile technology have on customer loyalty at large? It, it's huge. I mean, there are a lot of statistics. It, 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 you know, sort of seventy-five percent of all online transactions in the region now uh, happen through mobile phones, right? So seventy-five you know, percent. Seventy-five percent. That's expected to grow by about fourteen percent year on year. So we're looking in the next couple of years over two trillion US dollars of consumer transactions will be done via a mobile phone. Hmm. So, so that's phenomenal. And then when you drop down to it, there's so much choice in the market. Consumers don't have the loyalty that they used to to brands and they will move. And if the mobile experience is poor or bad, many statistics will indicate that, you know, if after three or four times only of a bad experience on an app, they will move on to another brand, another app. So mm. that loyalty is not there. That persistence factor is not there. It has to work. It has to work now. Otherwise, there are so many competitors in the market, they'll just move on. Right. Now, uh, what do um, what would you say are the major stumbling blocks enterprise leaders face, you know, when trying to implement an effective mobile strategy? Or I think they're looking to invest in, in, in mobile tech. Yeah, I think, yeah, firstly, it's, it's a recognition of where, where is our customer base? You know, do we identify where our customer base is? And invariably, most of them have shifted, right? They're no longer logging into websites from their offices. They're sitting on a train or a bus or a taxi on their mobile device, and that's where they want to transact. So the customer base has actually moved. The strategy may not be consistent from the leadership down. There needs to be clear directions around 
enablement of technology that will ensure access to the customer base, the enablement of development and operations and IT infrastructure, the shift and lift to cloud. And what we see key failures are when the executive team don't give clear and precise directions around speed and agility. It's okay to have a strategy, but if it's not backed up by speed and agility, and of course the right level of funding, it's a recipe for 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 failure. So that's all very important as far as enabling a good mobile or a good investment in technology. The executive team have to have the right strategy, and it has to be top down. Is there anything else that you know enterprise leaders um, in the region need to consider when they're developing uh, mobile strategies? You know, because we were talking, we're talking about actually creating unmatched customer experiences. So this is next level, right? So is there anything else that they need to consider? I think it's uh, next generational technologies. You know, there there has to be let go of the past and invest in the future, and that obviously comes with the requirements of. Uh, a digital mindset, a digital first mentality across the executive team, um, a digital mindset ingrained into the agility of the business to move at speed to ensure deployment success. Um, resilience in mobile applications is critical and that has to come with the adoption of new technology um, and the seamlessness interaction between legacy historical systems and new front-end applications. Mm. Um, and within that, there's a range of new technology that's required, but also a requirement in skill set, you know, requirement in new talent acquisition in individuals and IT specialists that you can't really learn on the job in a lot of these things. You've got to bring in the right talent at the right time to ensure success. Yeah, okay. I want to touch more on, you know, adopting next generation tech and, you know, that growing tech talent gap. But we're going to need to take a quick break for some messages. Uh, More from Stuart Fisher from Couchbase when we come back. Stay tuned to Resource Centre, BFM 89.9. Blues, folk, metal. BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre with Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Stuart Fisher, Regional Vice President of Asia Pacific and Japan for Couchbase. And we are talking about going mobile to deliver unmatched customer experiences. Now, um, Stuart, um, enterprises are grappling with siloed workforces, um, siloed workflows and teams due to legacy systems, like you mentioned before the break, and how these legacy systems are hindering their ability to maintain uh, a consistently high experience for their users. Maybe you can give us some examples of uh, next generation technologies available uh, to deliver better or exceptional customer experiences. What kind of tech is out there to help? So we've we've seen this huge shift from proprietary, um, you know, tightly controlled IP technology that was backed by very specific trained individuals in a very closed environment. What we're seeing is this move, rapid move to open source, you know, open technology that is available for all, um, and that assists with greater, faster adoption of that technology and the skill sets that are required to do it as well. No longer do you need to have this massive investment in very specialist skill set. You have an ability for a much broader skill set in the population to be able to come and assist. So that firstly is the shift from closed systems to open systems, um, from on-premise systems to cloud-based 
systems. And what we provide is an open source database, a NoSQL open database that enables coding to be a much broader, much more simplistic approach to aid in that shift and lift to an open source cloud-based environment. Now, before the break, you were talking about next-gen tech and you know how it seems challenging, especially with the growing talent gap, the tech talent gap in the region. So how do enterprise leaders kind of bridge this divide? Yeah, so companies are seeing you know, digital transfer- transformation means to compete in an increasingly crowded business landscape. And you know, as a result, the technologies have to rapidly digitize to, to support that high demand. If we take cloud computing as an example, more and more enterprises are looking to transition from legacy to cloud in order to provide their customer a seamless experience. Um, and that's really identifying the customer needs and delivering on that. But finding those skills, as you mentioned, is hard. Uh, it's tough to implement and manage them. You know, Gartner recently revealed a, an IT survey that said, you know, a significant barrier to adoption is 64% of emerging technologies. So 64% uh, is, is really a barrier to the adoption because of the lack of talent in the market. So we've got to find a way to address this. And importantly, in Malaysia, um, there's sort of surveys that are saying up to 19% of Malaysians don't feel they're adequately trained or have the digital skills to ensure that they can cope well within the tasks that they've been given. So we have this big divide that we need to figure out how to close. Mm. Is there anything that, you know, enterprise leaders can do to support application developer teams, you know, to, to deliver on, on, on great customer experiences? Is there anything that they can do? With- yeah, I think, you know, enterprises looking to continue their cloud journey um, need to look at and recognize the shortage of cloud expertise and diversify um, they need to look at the simplicity in the technology that they're adapting. They need to partner with like-minded organizations. And there's a lot of investments happening both through um, universities and tech colleges and also the larger hyperscalers. The Googles of the world, for instance, are committed to rapid uh, training systems and capabilities. So organizations need to align with the preeminent IT providers within their region to ensure that they can get access to the right talent. And it may not need you hire them directly yourself. You're bringing in consultants for specific projects. You're bringing in the expertise you need for a certain set of deliverables. And then you move on to the next skill set. Hmm. Organizations shouldn't feel as they would have 10 years ago, we have to have them all on our own staff. No, the market has access to this talent, but you've got to look at you know, consulting with them in different aspects. Much more flexible, much more nimble, much more prescient for what they need at that point in time. What about the other way around, you know? Um, what can developer teams do to successfully navigate the evolving technology landscape? What can they do to be more competitive and to put themselves out there as well? Yeah, I think, you know, DevOps teams, development teams, you know, they're having to adapt to an ever-evolving needs of today's business. So there's a lot of pressure on them to maintain consistency and upgradability of their own skills. Um, and until organizations are able to source adequately skilled professionals, um, it's on the individuals to learn to adapt and deploy. Um, and it's also important to note that they need to understand when and how to refactor those applications. There's a time and place to do so. So you know, manage multi-cloud technologies while knowing how to implement and manage those applications 
is, is one of those skill sets that are required. So it very much is on the individual to go and source the training, the enablement from these vendors to get the certifications to do the training. And the good thing is, you know, we, we live in, an, in a cloud-based world at the moment. A lot of this can be done from your house at home. You know, yeah. you can be in the living room and, and do the training, do the exercises, get through the certifications, and that will make you a lot more marketable when those organizations need to go and find specific talent for a contracting role to help them in this journey. So um, I don't think there's ever been a time in technology where it's been as flexible and as open and as accessible to individuals to go and do self-taught, self-learning and self-certification to be quite marketable in what is, let's face it, the highest growth tech industry that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many opportunities out there. Right. And before I let you go, Stuart, um, maybe I can get your thoughts on some of the key trends that, enterprise leaders need to be focused on for this year, for the rest of this year, uh, and beyond? So uh, I mentioned earlier, agile and scalable deployment has to be time-focused, has to be fast. Build it fast, fail faster is also Mm. an analogy that a lot of people have heard. You know, there's no point thinking and over-engineering, get in, get it done, have a strategy, deploy the application. Time is critical. Otherwise, you'll lose those consumers to competitors. Um, you know, the staggering volume of organizations utilizing edge computing applications. And, and almost today, we've seen organizations go out of business. If they weren't able to make that transition to edge computing, they're no longer relevant. Um, the vast growing volume sets of databases, how do you manage this data? You know, we've seen an exponential explosion in, the, in data that's been at uh, attracted to these organizations through their mobile devices. And you look at e-health, mobile consumers, you look at um, food delivery, you look at insurance, you look at any number of telehealth capabilities, for an example. Um, the influx of data is significantly and it's staggering. So we need to have strategies around being flexible and nimble and cost-effective. Mm. You know, the old-school technology was not built for the challenges of today. So legacy vendors weren't built with the challenges that we are seeing in the market today. So organizations need to be brave. They need to look at next-gen technology. They need to cast out, uh, you know, from the old to the new. And uh, and that's available. It's out there. But they've got to have a top-down strategy that says let's go and execute against it and do that wholesale change. Otherwise, unfortunately, they will be left behind. Mm. Stuart, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, For listeners out there who are keen to learn more about Couchbase uh, and your services, is there a website that they can go to? Yeah, absolutely. Couchbase.com. We are investing and building up our presence across Asia Pacific. Um, We have presence in Malaysia as well. We're seeing a lot of uptake from enterprises and businesses looking to do this modernization journey. So very keen to engage with them. Contact us via the website. We'd love to have that that modernization conversation with, uh, with with your audience. All right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Stuart Fisher, Regional Vice President for Asia Pacific and Japan for Couchbase. My name is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise, BFM 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.